0: The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Here is your host of Plant Profits, Burt Miller.
1: Welcome to Plant Profits, everyone. I am sure you realize this is not your usual host Burt Miller. My name is Andrea Hurtado and I am guest hosting today. I'm usually part of the behind the scenes crew here at the show as a producer, but today I have the honor to fill in for Burt. And can I just say I'm super excited that I get to fill in for this particular guest. For those of you that are new listeners, the goal of our show is to introduce some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis space. These are the humans we feel are at the forefront of creating real brands and bringing the best career opportunities to the marketplace. So today, we have... Keegan Peterson, who is the CEO and founder of Work, a much-needed and robust platform built to support cannabis businesses stay on top of their HR needs. Essentially, they are, and I quote, an all-in-one solution that automates the most complicated and risk-prone processes associated with hiring, scheduling, and paying employees. Some minor to-dos before we get fully started uh we want you guys to stay engaged with us on our social media channels and follow our hashtag as you know bert is our normal host and you can always reach out to him via instagram and twitter via bertmillerpg and send us all your comments and feedback uh use the hashtag plant profits that's profit spelled p-r-o-p-h-e-t-s and if you want to add a little note to him letting him know i did a good job today that'd be nice too all right let's get to it As I mentioned, we have Keegan Peterson on the show. Keegan is founder and CEO of Work, a platform which we find pretty freaking cool. To learn more about them, you can also check out their website, which is www.enjoywork.com, and that's Work with a U, not an O. Work has made quite a name for themselves as the go-to platform for cannabis companies to stay compliant while being able to move quickly in all things HR. It's the first of its kind, and most recently secured an $11 million funding round. Congrats on that, Keegan, and welcome to Plant Profits.
2: Yes, thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Excited for today's conversation.
1: Awesome, we're so glad to have you here. Um, So let's get some of the basics out of the way. We are always very interested in understanding what the jump off point was for our guests. Uh, So can you tell us what the catalyst was for you launching work?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had an interest in the cannabis space for years and have been a big supporter. Didn't really understand how I was going to fit into the industry. A friend of mine had launched a cannabis uh, dispensary here in Colorado and had grown it to about 100 employees and reached out to me after he had been dropped by six different payroll and HR service providers. um, And they had dropped him because his, his business was in the cannabis space. So he asked for me to help out uh, his business and getting a system in place that could accurately pay his taxes, pay his employees, track how he's onboarding employees, all the things that most businesses have access to in the traditional industries. Um, so I helped him and realized that systemically the entire cannabis industry was uh, did not have access to technology like this to operate like a normal business. And that's where I saw the opportunity to step in and, and provide that uh, service to the space. And that was in 2015.
1: That's really cool. How is his business today? Is he still a client of yours?
2: Uh, yeah, he he has been a client of ours, and um, and now we've grown and scaled to over 31 states, or paying tens of thousands of employees. So, uh, the business started with one customer, and now it's um, and now we've got a, a lot more than that.
1: That's a pretty cool story. Um, So a little bit more about that. Tell me so far, so 2015, we're a few years in now. What are some of the biggest wins you've had through this process?
2: Yeah, I mean, our, you know, as we've grown and matured, so has the cannabis industry. So the the size of client that we support has significantly increased over the years. And, and, you know, our first customer had 100 employees. And now we have clients that have well over 1000 employees. So I think it's a, a big win that we've uh, not only been able to scale with the industry, but also help these businesses scale uh, at the rate that they are, which is, which I've never seen in any industry before.
1: That's funny. It was one of the things that I wanted to mention to you. you managed to pick an industry um, that it, you just have like fast paced on top of fast paced on top of fast paced opening up, you know, a startup that's in tech, that's, you know, an HR platform in the fastest growing industry. Um, so how do you stay on top of things? How do you manage to find a little balance in your life?
2: Y- yeah, well, balance in my life, I don't have that right now, but hopefully <laughs> in the future I'll figure that out. Um, it, it's been really challenging to be honest. Um, you know, all of our customers are growing exponentially. And we're getting calls frequently when they buy a new business and they ask, hey, we need them on payroll in a very short period of time. And so our team is just running around the clock to, to get these things in place because um, the technology that we plug in is, is, not, is not a simple plug-in. You have to know the labor laws in the state and the city. Um, you have to understand their policies and procedures. You have to help get them best practices if they're not up to, to the standard that they need to be. Uh, so these implementations are not something that are just uh, turnkey. Um, so it, it's uh, a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes to, to scale at the pace that these canvas companies are. And we have to deal with hundreds of them uh, scaling at that rate. So it's uh, very challenging on the business and we're working with our clients to understand that and get plans and strategies in place before they hit those, um, those growth projections so that we can uh, help them enable them to scale.
1: So it's a little bit more than just a platform. You're doing a lot of educational and advisory aspect um, as you grow with your clients.
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And one of the biggest areas that we're seeing uh, customers in the cannabis space needing advisory work is around taxes and -hmm. making sure that they're properly set up to pay their taxes. Um, And a lot of them are moving from uh, business to business as they grow and expand into new states and they have to create new businesses. and, And that just creates a lot of complexity on the tax system. Right. So we're seeing a, a lot of our clients are asking for our help and, and, ha- and how to navigate that.
1: So with some of the legislation that's passed in the last year, do you find that that's eased things for you, kept them about the same?
2: Um, the legislation we've seen passed, you know, it creates a bigger opportunity for us. There's more states that are legalizing um, recreationally and medically, which, you know, brings more businesses that have a need for our service.
1: hmm um, as
2: far as the complexities of, of how we um, process you know, payments and tax on the back end, there hasn't been anything substantial that's happened to make that any easier for us. And we're subject to the same rules and conditions that every cannabis business is as far as how money moves. So um, that's, that's a big challenge as well. And, and we're, uh, you know, we figured out how to make it happen and, and, uh, and how to scale that.
1: Are you excited about Illinois?
2: Very excited. It's going to be a, a great market. We've been there for a little bit of time already with some of the bigger operators, and um, excited to see that. Um, it's really exciting to see any of these major states come online and, and these major cities because that's what really moves the needle for legalization. Is you know populations in the multi millions um, having access and realizing that. Now that we have access, my streets haven't gotten any dirtier. They, you know, kids haven't had more access. It's the opposite. Right. We're we're seeing kids, you know, not have access because it's regulated, awesome. and that's what really moves this whole move um, legalization forward.
1: Yeah, we're super excited about that as well. Um, all right, so we talked about some of the really cool stuff, the growing, the legalization that's happening, the educational piece. Uh, do you want to tell us some of your hiccups or any of your failures or unexpected surprises that you've dealt with along the way?
2: Yeah. I mean, in payroll, you deal with all kinds of them. Um, and it's, it's a challenge because, you know, we're, pro- we're, we're processing the results that our clients are. So like they, they go in the system, they're the ones checking all the balances, making sure everything's accurate and then they process. And then on the back end, we pick up that file and then we move the money for them. And then we go and we pay all their taxes. And if there's one hiccup, if, if one employee is not included on that final checklist and payroll hits on Friday and that employee didn't get paid, then it's it's all hands on deck to chase down the paycheck that's missing or chase down the the money transaction that's missing. Um, And so that's, you know, in the payroll world, that happens constantly. Uh, We've had a couple uh, government agencies where their electronic feeds broke down and money couldn't move and they didn't notify us There's constantly things like that that are just going on that, uh, you know, create an all hands on deck situation behind the scenes for us to chase down. Uh, But we're getting better at being prepared for those situations so that we can uh, uh, fix them quickly.
1: I can imagine it's, you know, it's, it's a small hiccup. I would, think in terms of a business, but it's huge in terms of the effects that can have on a team, especially within this industry. So kudos to you for dealing with that day in and day out. Um, so I am going to take us to break now. Uh, what? Once again, you are listening to Keegan Peterson, founder and CEO of Work to, today. Stay connected with them on Instagram and Twitter via at enjoy work that's work with a u and their website is www.enjoywork.com also with a u not a no when we come back from break we will dig into some of keegan's extracurricular activities and i'm not talking about flower Uh, keegan's done some work as an associate producer similar to some of the things that we've done on weed the people and looking forward to digging into that
0: Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages.
3: Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out.
4: 2000- garden centers throughout north america and ask for the original fabric container find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping pouches premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease these stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P O-U-C-H-Z.com.
0: The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm Andrea Hurtado, or Dre, as most people like to call me, and I am filling in for Burt Miller today. Please don't forget to send us your comments and questions by using the hashtag Plant Profits, that's profits spelled P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S, on Instagram and Twitter, and be sure to follow Burt via at BurtMillerPG. And if you're feeling extra froggy, shoot him me a message, tell him we rocked it today. All right, we're back with Keegan Peterson, founder and CEO of WORK. And digging into some of the other things that keep him busy, because he doesn't have enough, such as being an associate <laughs> producer and a mentor. So first, I want to dig into something that I found really cool as I was, you know, researching um, for our episode today, which is you were an associate producer for Weed the People, which is a really cool series. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yes. So, We the People is a film about six uh, children who um, get diagnosed with cancer. This is pre-recreational legalization in California. Mm -hmm. And uh, it follows the life of these kids over the course of four years as they tap into and try to get access to cannabis to help supplement their chemo treatments. And you can see as the story uh, moves forward, the, the challenge that they have with not only getting access to the medication they need, but getting access to quality medication. Um, and so it's, it's a story that when I, so Ricky Lake is a friend of mine. She was behind the film. When I saw the film, it, it, it gave so much purpose to everything that I do with, with building this company and supporting this industry and helping this industry grow as fast as it can. Because at the end of the day, every single retail door that, that opens is, is opening to a patient that needs access. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I got involved uh, just over a year ago in the film, um, helped them get it to market, helped them get it in South by Southwest. And and then um, once it got through that process, we helped to expand it into the, the national market. And now it's in, on Netflix, which is very exciting because it creates a broader audience for, for the film to... Um, to tell the story that needed to be told.
1: How did that feel when you found out about the distribution?
2: Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You know, I, I got plugged into the film truly right before it got into South by Southwest and at South by was when they started having conversations with, with, uh, with the Netflix organization. So um, it was, it was really exciting to see them pick up the film. Um, And, and for me, it's all about that story that needs to be told. There's so many people in America that, don't b- believe and don't support in cannabis just because they don't know enough about it. Yep. And this story is important because the last thing we want is that people become supporters of cannabis because their family member gets diagnosed with cancer. H- how, do we, how do we get ahead of that? How do we put something in front of them so that they learn the, the benefits of this before it affects them personally? And, and this story is, is, is the piece that I thought told the best, I had the biggest chance of bridging that uh, between the folks that understand and the folks that uh, just haven't been educated yet.
1: I'm a, actually a cancer survivor, so I'm a big fan of all of the work that's out there, particularly around this subject, because I think it's an amazing um, educational piece, and it kind of shifts the conversation from what it's been historically to the way it needs to be as we move forward, um, that this is really a wellness uh, uh product if you want to call it that or plant and it's it's a really cool thing also kind of cool that you know ricky lake because i grew up on her
2: <laughs> so did i <laughs> and she is a, a wonderful person and a great friend
1: that's awesome all right so you you got to be a producer was this your first time doing that you know in your career what was that like for you
2: yeah to to this depth it 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 was um, in college I got involved in a couple things I've always had some friends that were in the film industry working on some cool little projects but this is my first deep dive getting involved and understanding um, you know how these films get created who funds these films um, then how did that how does that film get sold into the bigger market how does it get distributed Uh, there's a whole process to get um, to get these things from beginning to end and documentaries aren't um, they're not big they're not blockbuster movies so it's a lot of people that are really passionate that are supporting it with fun and and networks to get these things out there so it was a really cool process to be a part of and, and to learn because um, it's 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 passionate people that are passionate about telling a story and uh, passionate about making a difference and making a change and that's why this story made
1: its market absolutely do you think you'll do it again
2: I would love to to do it again and get involved again. I, I don't know if I have the time to donate to it. Um, this past year was a, was a pretty crazy one with everything I had going on. And, and as this business, you know, as work continues to grow, um, my time is getting, my personal time is getting less and less. So uh, if there's the right opportunity out there to make a difference, I'm always um, open to it. But I'm, uh, right now I'm really heads down on, on making sure that work can, Uh, support the bigger market that's being created.
1: So it's not necessarily a never say never thing.
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I got a long life to live. (laughs) <laughs> Love
1: it. I'm going to shift focus uh, slightly uh, because another thing that I found really cool in your backgrounds, because you have this huge business right now, you really are the only one in the marketplace that is doing what you're doing, which probably keeps you at a pace that is crazy in terms of growth. And still, I find you very active doing mentoring, which I find really cool. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit more about your work with Canopy San Diego and Canopy Bowler?
2: Yeah, so when I started the business, um, I grew up, I, when I started the business, I was living in an apartment downtown Denver, and, and I had a computer in my room. And that's how I really got this thing launched. And, and then uh, I got into a, an accelerator program called Canopy Boulder, which helps accelerate the boot camp that teaches you how to run a, a, a successful business. And that was the opportunity for me to learn from professionals. It was a three month uh, intensive boot camp of uh, course, we brought in different people that specialized in financing and fundraising, and operations and scaling businesses and technology. Um, and so, coming out of that program is really where I, I made the decision that okay, this isn't a small, uh, this isn't a small family business. This is there's a bigger opportunity, and it, right. and because no one else is doing it, I really need to step up and be the person that's going to make this happen. And that's where we launched a bigger biz, business, a corporation essentially. And, uh, so now, you know, each, each year, 10 companies go through that program. And once I came out, um, I decided to help out with the canopy program in Boulder, as well as the one that launched in San Diego to help the next entrepreneurs that are coming to that program, figure out their businesses, figure out how they're going to launch in this industry and help them, um, hopefully succeed. And that's where, uh, the mentorship process, uh, part came in.
1: That's really cool. Because you're, you're giving back, but I, I get the sense that you're getting a little bit or maybe even more in return.
2: It's I mean, I was in that seat just like they were, yeah. and I was looking for help. And, and nobody creates a very successful business without other people helping them get there. And so I've always been a person that asks for help all the time, and I, and I probably wear that out with most people. Um, so I want to make sure that these young entrepreneurs who quit their job, who quit their income stream to go launch a business, and they're doing it to support this industry, uh, that just tells me a lot about their character. And I want to make sure that they have every opportunity they can to succeed. Now, if their business idea isn't great, then, then you know they need to change it and they need to move in a different direction. Um, but as long as they have the passion to succeed and, the, and they understand the pain points of this industry – um, you know, it's my goal to help them get to where they need to get to.
1: So who do you look to now that you're, you know, moving at the speed of lights and and who are kind of like your your circle of, you know, advice or support or just, hey, I need to relax and vent today.
2: Okay. Yeah, so I've I've surrounded myself with um, with mentors and advisors. One, our board of advisors is amazing. There's a lot of serial entrepreneurs that are that are on the board. Um, there's uh, somebody here in Colorado by the name of Alan Kane who's started a couple of successful businesses. He's also in the cannabis industry, um, and then his business partner Scott Kenyon is uh, is someone who also I, I lean on quite a bit. Uh, And then I've got a couple uh, mentors and advisors here in in the Denver area as well as all over the United States that when things come up, i reach out to them and and talk through some of the issues. Um, And then the nice thing about being in the cannabis industry is the friends you make with other entrepreneurs in the space. Uh, So I, you know, Roy Bingham um, over at BDS, Cy Scott over at Headset, uh, Kyle over at Flow Hub. Um, Joel over at Baker, you know, all of us get together from time to time and and talk and and share stories and try to help each other out, um, and that's what's special about this industry. Uh, I think a lot of other traditional tech industries are so cutthroat that people aren't there to help each other, and you know, we're all paving a brand new industry. This doesn't didn't exist five years ago, so we have a lot uh, more challenges than a traditional technology company. Uh, does. And, and so it's important to have the community around you to help you navigate that
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, uh, to get to where you want to go. Um, Josh Kappel has also been a friend of mine for a while that's been very helpful. And uh, he's over at Vicente Cedarburg. Um so he, he, I've known Josh now for since the very beginning of the business. And he's always been there for, for mentorship and advice.
1: So it's interesting to me because this is, a, like you said, this is a new um, Kind of era, new industry, you know, a lot of people refer to it like the end of prohibition. So there's a, a big um, aspect of it, whereas you guys are like the pioneers that are kind of paving these roads. Uh, do you ever kind of sit down and are like, holy crap, I'm a pioneer?
2: Uh, you know, I, I try to take time with our entire company to remind them what we're doing. Um, you know, it's really stressful constantly. And we're having to figure out very complex problems and and create very complex solutions to them. And and a lot of times, a lot of our company comes from the traditional payroll and HR world where you don't have to deal with these issues. So I, I try to take some time when I can to remind everybody of what we're, what we're doing here and why it's so challenging and that it's okay. Um, that it's hard. Um, but we've built such an amazing team here. It's, uh, it's such a honor to come to work every day and get to be around the people that I get to be around and everyone's so passionate about servicing the industry, and, but also just passionate about solving problems. And mm-hmm. that's what makes this a lot of fun.
1: Um, oh, and that's you get to see your fun.
2: impact grow. Yeah,
1: We're, we're going to definitely dig into that a little bit. Um, cause it's a perfect segue into some of the things that I want to get into, uh, in our next segment. Uh, let's go to break now again you guys we are listening to keegan peterson today founder and ceo of work um you can check them out on instagram and twitter via at that's work with a u and their website www.enjoywork.com also with a u when we come back from break we will dig into all things people related like building teams human resources and a ton more with keegan be right back
0: Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages.
3: Expo.com.
0: be no crime. Hemp ink is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah! Get it on Android and I and IOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on Crap Channel. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
4: The National Cannabis Industry Association's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo returns to San Jose, California's McInerney Convention Center July 22nd through the 24th. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and take part in the most influential, award-winning cannabis conference and trade show hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit and Expo offers attendees three days of engagement and interactive programs. Arrive early so you can participate in our pre-conference workshops and off-site tours. Join hundreds upon hundreds of exhibitors and thousands upon thousands of attendees at NCIA's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo July 22nd to the 24th in San Jose, California. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com.
0: The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm Andrea Hurtado, or Dre, as most people like to call me. I am guest hosting for Bert today, and we are back with Keegan Peterson, uh, founder and CEO of Work. All right, Keegan, let's talk about what I like to, but I'm a little bit biased, uh, call the most important asset to uh, to a company, which is people and teams. So this is pretty much a lot of what you do. Can you tell me what the most difficult part of building your team was?
2: Yeah, it's the difficult about building our team as um, well, right now we're in the biggest talent war that, that we've ever seen. Um, and so I've talked to mentors, advisors who've been in the tech world for 40, 50 years. And no one has seen a war on talent like, uh, like we're seeing right now. And this is not only something that is challenging for our business, but it's, it's extremely challenging for the cannabis industry as a whole, because they have, uh, they're growing at a speed much faster than most other industries. So they're having to uh, hire and onboard people at a very fast pace. Um, but uh, for us, as we've grown our team, we've, we have been very particular about the folks that we want to bring in. We want both, experience from the payroll and HR world, because there's a lot of labor laws, a lot of a deep knowledge you have to have to be able to provide a solution for, for the customers that we have. And, and a lot of the customers that we, ser- we support, it's their first time running a business. So they don't understand all the different laws and regulations that go into just push, you know, processing payroll. Um, so we need to have a lot of experts on staff. Um, and the companies that those experts come from don't grow at the same speed as a startup. So we've really had a strategy of pulling folks from the payroll and HR worlds and then marrying them up with folks that come from the startup world that understand the pace at which we need to grow the business. And that's been, um, that combination has been very successful for us. Now it's taken us four years to figure that out. And, and we've definitely made some some um, hiring misses where we brought in real big people from real big companies that just didn't get in and, and dive in and really help the business out. So we, we've learned our lessons along the way, as has everybody. Um, but I think the, the combination that we're working with now um, is, has done very well. And, and our team is, is just amazing. It's, it's so much fun. We're having a blast working together. And everyone's just real passionate to solve problems. And that's what makes coming to work fun every day.
1: It's funny that you say that. I mean, obviously, we're a little bit biased here because, you know, at Protus, we're, we're, we're doing that for our clients. So we see it day in and day out. Um, but we absolutely mm-hmm. love working in the cannabis space. And it is one of those, um, we think, industries where you really kind of have to have that fun and love for it because it moves so quickly that if you kind of don't have that, it's going to be really hard on you.
2: I uh, agree hundred percent with you. This is a fast paced business and um, especially, you know, we interact a lot with the operations and HR and payroll departments mm-hmm. and there's not a single HR payroll operations department in the entire cannabis industry. That's, that's overstaffed. Everybody is running um, two to three people down, if not 50% down. Yeah. And, and that means that people are working around the clock uh, to, to, could get the business where it's going. And so you really have to be excited for extreme hyper growth because um, that's, that's the name of the game for cannabis right now.
1: What do you think is one of the like nuances or one of the particular pain points that cannabis has in terms of hiring outside of, you know, a little bit of that lack of prior experience? What do you, what do you see throughout your client base as, you know, their biggest pain point issue?
2: It, it really depends on, on the market. Um, and I say that because we, we see now when the new market gets created, Illinois, for example, um, there's not going to be a huge talent pool that comes from the cannabis industry there. Right. They're going to have to create it. But typically they go to another state that's been around for a long time, Colorado, California, Oregon, Washington, and then they poach the talent and they pay really high rates to get that talent. And because it's a new limited market, the price per, Cannabis is through the roof, you know, right. $2,500 to $3,500 a pound, whereas Colorado's, you know, less than a thousand. Right. So the margins are higher, so they can afford to pay bigger rates. Right. Um, so so we're seeing um, in areas like that, we're seeing really high pay rates. Uh, they're trying to get as much ex- expertise as they can on staff where they got to launch a business. Right. Um, and then we're seeing in other markets like the Colorado, Oregon, Washington areas. Uh, where they're trying to expand their business and they're looking in their local talent pool to say, okay, what is another, what is another good vertical that I can go after for talent? Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
2: Is bartenders a good place for bud tenders? Uh, Is uh, CPG manufacturing a good place for, for agriculture, you know, production? Um, So it it really depends on who, who we're working with and what state and what strategy we're putting together. Um, But the goal is for everybody right now is, to cast the biggest net possible for talent,
1: mm-hmm. get
2: as many people interested in your business. Make sure you're all over Facebook. Make sure you have a job board. Make sure you're touching job boards. Get as many people to come through that funnel and then have a really good technology system in place to filter those people so that you're boiling up, bubbling up the folks that are the A players that have the experience you need versus the B players that you're going to need to train right. versus the C players that you don't want to bring bad culture to your business.
1: Very true. Very well said. It's it's always interesting when we have somebody that you know speaks our language in that sense. Um, yeah. So I'm going to ask you one of my most favorite questions. If I could grant you oh, one yeah. wish for this industry that would come true today, what would you do?
2: My wish would be that all these businesses get treated fairly, but just like every other business, um, it's 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 hard. I mean, we've got hundreds of clients now, and we hear their frustrations daily of just trying to do a normal task. Every other business has access to, like, I mean, for instance, banking. You know, we, we we took for granted banking. We just all had one. We all had an account. We had two accounts. We didn't care. We'll have 10 accounts. It doesn't matter. And and cannabis, that's, that's not reality. And so it, it's tough when these businesses are following state law and they're applying for licenses. They're running compliant businesses, but they're not given access to the typical things they need to be successful. And at the end of the day, that not only hurts their business, it hurts that, that when that door opens to that patient, that's that can't get access. Um, so, um, you know, the people are asking for cannabis and it's, it's the state's job to give access to that. And And I think it's, you know i wish everyone got treated fairly we don't get treated fairly either you know we have the same challenges with banking and as these businesses do we pay an yeah. exorbitant amount of money to bank mm-hmm. um so I, I just i wish everyone was on the same playing field so that uh, we can really serve the needs of, of what people are asking for
1: i think that's one of the best responses i've heard to that question so far kudos I appreciate um, it. All right, I'm gonna finish up with uh, one last thing. I know that uh, you've got a lot of different things going on. You do a lot of speaking and conferences and work is very active in the marketplace. So is there anything that you wanna share with our audience, a place that can catch you on a next event or some news that you would want them to be in tune with?
2: Yeah, I think the exciting thing that we're working on right now that our industry is gonna be uh, extremely happy to have access to, we've launched an analytics tool which plugs into our, our technology suite and provides trending graphs and, and historical information on all the information that's stored in there. So if you think about pay rates and turnover rates and growth rates and benefit rates, um, so all of that is um, can be turned on within 24 hours. But on the back end, we're going to aggregate all that data from all across all of our customers and provide anonymized benchmarking data. We're going to be launching that in the next couple of months. So as your business is opening up in a new state, you can see what the neighboring states are paying as an average um, for bud tenders. Uh, So you think about geographic disbursement of pay rate of benefits offered of growth rates of turnover rates, all of those things, we want to be the provider of that information to the space. And, and so we're, uh, we're we're working uh, around the clock to get that thing ready for market.
1: That's awesome. The, the, Anytime I hear data and analytics, the the marketer in me gets like that little heart face emoji. Um, so the, I'm looking forward to that and I may follow up with that <laughs> when that happens.
2: Please, uh, please do. We, we want to give the data that these companies need to make better decisions and, and grow their business and, and understand what success looks like. So um, we're excited for this.
1: Very cool. All right. I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for your time, Keegan. I really enjoyed having this chat with you. And I hope that we stay connected and everybody out there listening to us, please okay. go check them out on Instagram and Twitter at enjoy work and on their website at www.enjoywork.com. And that's with a U, not an O. Thanks so much, Keegan.
2: Thank you for your time.
1: All right. Bye everybody. Catch you next week where Bert will be back and we'll have another fairly cool guest on. Bye.